You're listening to the Chronicles of Aguna, the Arsenal podcast. I'm Martin Tyler, and you're listening to Harry Simeon. Hello and welcome back to another live edition of the Chronicles of Aguna, the Arsenal podcast brought to you by 90 Min. As ever, I'm your host, Harry Simu, and on this live stream, we're going to be discussing the news that Mesut Ozil could be on his way out of Arsenal Football Club. Now, we saw uh, one report come out last night, another report come out this morning, and so there's a little bit of confusion as to what is going on. Uh, with regards to Mesut Ozil's future. So I wanted to come on here, uh, clear it up a little bit in terms of what we know and what we understand. What we understand is probably the better term. Uh, so I want to touch on that. Uh, obviously going to share some of my thoughts on the whole thing, and I'd love to hear from some of you guys as well in the live chat. So please uh, feel free to drop your comments in the live chat. Uh, I'd love to hear from you. And of course, I'll be reading them out as I always do uh, throughout this show. So um just a quick bit of housekeeping. If you haven't done so already, make sure you like the video. It is really, really important for the channel and make sure that you are subscribed if you haven't done so already. Uh, that also really, really helps. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter, on Instagram. We had an Instagram account way back when, but I just completely stopped using it. Don't know why. Started using it again. So check out the Instagram account. The link is in the description. And of course, we have a Facebook page for those of you who enjoy using Facebook. So uh, you can find the Chronicles of Aguna on pretty much all the platforms right now. Uh, so please do head over check it out um, and uh, get involved, get liking, get subscribing. You know the drill by now. Right, let's discuss uh, the news that Mesa Ozil could be on his way uh, out of the football club. So last night, it was reported by Chris Wheatley of Football.London that Mesa Ozil had held uh, advanced talks. That was the term that was used, if I'm not mistaken. Mesa Ozil had held advanced talks with DC United in the MLS. Now, of course, DC United, um, you know, I don't know, for me, and maybe I'm being a little bit of a snob, but the MLS doesn't really feel like the right move for Mesut Ozil, in my opinion. Um, that's not to say that the Turkish league is is by any means, um, you know, the best league in the world. I'm not saying that for a second, but the MLS feels a little bit, and, and I'm sure there are lots of Americans watching this, and I do apologise for what I'm going to say, but it feels like a bit of a retirement home. Um, in terms of players going there towards the end of their careers. Um, and so when I read that, I was a little bit like, it's a bit of a shame uh, to see Mesut Ozil ending up somewhere there. I, I, I don't know. I, and again, no disrespect to anyone who follows DC United who, or who follows the MLS. I just, I still think that Mesut Ozil is at a higher level than that. I, I really do. It was understood that the MLS side had, had offered him a massive contract and had offered him uh, some other benefits as well. Um, which included um, shares in the club potentially um, and uh, th the chance to basically build his M MO10, whatever it is, brand uh, that little bit further. So 
it, it sounds like DC United tried to pull out the stops to get Mesut Ozil in the door. He's a player that um, obviously has a massive profile. We've spoken about his social media presence in the past and what a big influence Mesut has um, right across the world, uh, particularly in, um, in, in the Far East where there, there are lots of fans of him. You saw Arsenal go out to the Middle East to play uh, a friendly and Mesut Ozil was very much key to that that being done and that happening. Uh, so we know that Mesut has a massive, massive influence and we know uh, that whoever signs him commercially will be doing wonders for their club. So it's no wonder that DC United are said to have offered him all of the benefits that they did as well as a massive package. But reports emerged this morning from Turkey claiming that Mesut Ozil had snubbed DC United and wants to join Fenerbahce. Now, according to some of the reports, he's already signed the deal. Others say that it's been agreed uh, informally, but it looks as though it is a three and a half year deal that will see Mesut Ozil join Fenerbahce. Now, from what I'm told from some of my Turkish friends, Fenerbahce is the club that um, Mesut Ozil supports. Um, they're a, one of the big clubs in Istanbul. Of course, there are three hugely followed clubs. Uh, they're Galatasaray, Fenerbahce, Besiktas, any Istanbul Basak Shahir fans out there will probably uh, be upset with me for saying that, but that's the reality. Those are the three uh, biggest clubs in Turkey and all of them are based in Istanbul. And Fenerbahce is not just, you know, one of the most powerful ones, but it's the one that Mesut Ozil supports. And, you know, you constantly see Mesut, don't you, on all his breaks, all his holidays, going to Istanbul, um, posting pictures. He posted a bit of a cryptic picture uh, within the last uh, sort of 12 hours or so where he was standing uh, looking on at the city of Istanbul and he said, um, you know, what a city, which suggests that maybe Mesut Ozil's dropping a little bit of a hint there. But it very much feels like Mesut uh, is on his way to Fenerbahce. Now, how they're going to fund this deal, I don't know, because for months and months and months since Mesut's not been in the side, there has been talk of him going to Turkey and going to Fenerbahce specifically. How do they afford to pay Mesut Ozil, though, anywhere near what he's getting at Arsenal? The simple answer for that is they can't. Um, so is Mesut going to be taking a pay cut? Is there going to be some other kind of incentive thrown in there uh, to help Mesut um, sort of bridge that gap between what he's earning at Arsenal and what he might earn in the future, um, you know, at Fenerbahce? Not that I'm for a second suggesting that Mesut needs the money. Um, you know, he might at this point feel as though the the lifestyle thing is is a bigger thing you know he's had a kid now things change um perhaps he would prefer to live in istanbul perhaps it's where his heart is i don't know um but you know it, it very much seems as though uh, that is the move that's on the cards now for mesut ozil now when we put the post out last night and this morning about the fenerbahce reports the common question that we keep getting is but when is this going to take place? When is this alleged transfer going to actually happen? Is Messet going to be leaving us in January? Is Messet going to be leaving us in the summer? Of course, Messet now with, with six months remaining on his contract or whatever it is until the end of the season, he is allowed to negotiate with clubs overseas. We know that for a fact. Uh, and so, you know, it, it could well be with a view to Messet moving in the summer. Perhaps he wants to get that a uh, little bit more paying through the door at Arsenal, which is obviously a substantial amount of money. And then he's going to move on to Fenerbahce. I don't know. Um, the answer is that none of the reports about this are particularly clear uh, on this. I feel like, and I've read five or six of them from different outlets. We know where the report originated from, but I've read it 
five or six times now from five or six different outlets trying to uh, make or trying to understand really whether it is going to be a deal that takes place this month or if it's going to be a deal that takes place in the summer. And I still don't know the answer 100%. I would imagine it's probably going to be a deal that takes place in the summer. Arsenal and Mikel Arteta have already suggested clearly that they're not going to give Mesut Ozil a golden handshake and say, see you later. Here's the rest of your contract. Goodbye. Um, But we do know that Arsenal are desperate to move him on. Now, does that mean Arsenal are desperate to resolve the situation, even if it means no actual transfer happens until the summer? Um, I find that a little bit strange because he's a free agent in the summer, so he won't be Arsenal's problem at that point. So why would they be looking to preempt something? Why would they be looking to put arrangements in place for something that ultimately come June, won't be their problem. That's where I get a little bit confused. And that's where I find it a little bit strange. So I think um, if I had to guess, although it's not clear, um, if I had to guess, I feel like there would be an effort from both sides to try and make this deal happen this month. Now, that's just my view. It's not fact. Um, I don't have that on any strong authority. So don't quote that. Um, But my hunch is that Arsenal and Fenerbahce and Mesut Ozil will probably want to find a way of doing this deal now. Um, and if it means Arsenal have to pay off maybe a proportion of his wages, perhaps Fenerbahce are going to contribute to some of it. I don't know what the ins and outs are. And I'm sure over the next 24, 48 hours, if this thing does continue, if the pace gathers, if it does pick up even more momentum, Uh, then we'll learn a little bit more about this story and a little bit more about the ins and outs of it. But right now, it's not clear whether Mesut Ozil signing for Fenerbahce or allegedly signing for Fenerbahce is something that's going to be done in this January transfer window or if we're going to have to wait until the summer uh, for that deal to actually go through. So we're going to have to wait and see on that. So stay a little bit patient. Let's see what you guys are saying in the live chat. Also, smash the like button if you haven't already. It is very, very much appreciated and it helps a great deal. Subscribe to the channel if you are new as well. Um, That helps too. Uh, So please uh, get involved if you haven't already. Uh, Big hello to Talal, uh, to Kebab Abdi, uh, to Robin, to Thomas, who says, hey, Harry, happy new year. Happy new year to you too, mate. Uh, Rahil Durrani says, afternoon, Harry. What a day with transfer news. Normally, we get excited about incomings. First time we are getting excited about outgoings. Yeah, look, it's been a really mixed bag, hasn't it? Because obviously, as I said, it was initially reported that Messer had held extensive talks with DC United. And that I'm not saying that's not true. It probably is true. You know, the, and, and the other outlets that have now come out and spoken about the Fenerbahce link have referred to that and have said that, Yes, those discussions did take place. So I'm not in any way trying to discredit that report. It, it probably is true that Messi did have a conversation with DC United prior to this agreement being struck with Fenerbahce. Um, or even at the same time, you know, it's, it's not uncommon, is it, for agents to be playing the field and, and trying to get the best possible deal for their clients. The reaction to this news, the reaction to the news in general that Messi you know, his Arsenal career is is probably coming to an end. has been met by a real mixed reaction. And I'm not surprised at that. I've seen a lot of Arsenal fans on on Twitter, sort of um, one of the most talented players to play for us. Thank you for the memories. Um, Sad to see him go this way. Sad that he's not going to get the send-off that he perhaps deserves. And then I've seen others who are almost rejoicing at the fact that Mesut Ozil 
is looking as though he's heading for the exit. And I'm a bit, I'm a bit of both. I mean, I'm in the middle on this and I'm on the fence on this and I don't, you know me, I don't like to sit on the fence all the time, but it feels very much like for me, like we've wasted the fact that we've had such a massive talent at our club over the last two seasons. You know, people will talk about his attitude. People will talk about other reasons as to why Mesut wasn't playing. But I'm not interested in Mesut Ozil's political views. I'm not interested in Mesut Ozil's uh, relationship with the club's hierarchy. I'm interested in Arsenal on the football pitch. I'm interested in what Mesut Ozil brings to the team. And despite what most people would probably say right now, I still believe that Arsenal with Mesut Ozil in the squad are a better football team than without him. Am I saying that he has a divine right to start every single game, even when he's not pulling his weight? No, I'm not saying that. Um, but when you look at some of the players that have been included in Mikel Arteta's matchday squads, were registered to play in not just the Premier League, but the Europa League as well. There's a lot of them that you could say, hang on a minute, he's not any better than Mesut Ozil. He's not ever performed at a higher level than Mesut Ozil. So why on earth? Is he in there ahead of him? And it was all to do with all this other shit that was going on behind the scenes. And and so for as much as I, I rate the player, I've always rated the player and I, I'm, I'm sad that it's ended this way. The fact that it has got to this point and that we're getting to a point or we've got to a point where it's become slide digs on Twitter, it's become, you know, dropping this statement, dropping that statement, you know, Mikel Arteta, trying to pull the wool over all of our eyes, telling us that it's solely for football reasons that he's been left out. Taking into account all of that and the place we find ourselves in at the moment with regards to this Mesut Ozil um, saga, let's say, I'm, I, I think it's best for all parties that he does just move on. And I think it will put an end to something that is has been very unsettling, I can imagine, behind the scenes. This is a player who has been very, very popular within the dressing room very popular within a section of the fan base and all the kind of speculation around his include his, um, you know, Mikel's decision not to include him and the stuff he's been saying and the, the political side of it all has just been like a cloud hanging over Arsenal football club uh, for this last few months. And as I say, really talented player. I'm, uh, I'm delighted that I got to see him play in the flesh so many times. Some really great moments in an Arsenal shirt came to the club with a real buzz around him, helped us break our trophy drought. Mesut Ozil has done a fair amount for this football club. And, so, you know, whatever your thoughts on him now, whatever your thoughts on the way things have gone down in the last few months, don't let anybody tell you that Mesut Ozil did nothing for Arsenal Football Club because it's simply not true. He was a massive part of the reason Alexis Sanchez uh, was such a talismanic figure for the club. He really linked up well with him. Those two had a wonderful relationship. Let's not forget that when Alexis Sanchez was knocking down the door, um, you know, knocking down, knocking on Arsene Wenger's door, asking to leave, Mesut Ozil committed uh, his future to the club. And people will say, but the money was incredible. Of course, he was going to commit his future to the club. That's irrelevant, isn't it? Because, you know, that's the money that Arsenal were willing to pay. You know, Mesut Ozil and his representatives would have tried to squeeze as much out of the club as humanly possible, as does every player, as does any agent. Nobody says, oh, you know what? It's OK. I, I enjoy playing for this football club. I'll do it for less. Don't worry about it. There's not a player in the world that would do that, particularly not in the modern game. So don't let anybody tell you that Mesut Ozil never did anything for Arsenal Football Club. He brought a lot to this football club. But unfortunately, there's things have happened 
you know, it's become a, a little bit of a cloud hanging over us. It's a sour end, the bitter end um, to what could have been and probably should have been uh, a really good Arsenal story. But it looks like it's coming to an end now. So um, let me know your thoughts in the comments. Let's keep working uh, through the comments section uh, right now. And I know there is some other transfer reports doing the rounds with regards to Arsenal at the moment. And we'll be updating you on those and discussing those on our stream uh, later on uh, at 4.30pm. So come and join us for that as well. If you're listening via the podcast uh, platform, that podcast will be out for you first thing tomorrow morning. Uh, so get subscribing to that. Leave us a review and all that jazz. You know the drill uh, by now. Uh, Ryan says, keep up the great work, Harry. Thank you very much. Um, Mohammed Adam says he may not be as good as he was, but it's a sad way for it to end. Agreed. Um, Beke Dube says we should make sure we bring in a proper replacement. Um, Mert says, dude, Mesut Ozil, Fenerbahce. Um, Oliver says, hi, mate. Any players coming into Arsenal? Nothing concrete um, at the moment. Nothing concrete. Um, no real update on what we discussed yesterday. Um, so, yeah. Um, this is, uh, this is where we're at and, and we'll talk a little bit more about potential incomings, as I said, on the stream, uh, later on, uh, Asa C says 2021 is already better than 2020 bios. Thanks for the memories. Time to go. That's so harsh. So harsh. Um, uh, Omar says, thank F for that. So as I said, the, 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 the response is, is largely mixed, isn't it? Um, Xander says, hope you're good, Harry. Don't you think the emergence of Emil Smith-Rowe has accelerated the Mesut Ozil decision to leave now? No, I think the damage between Mesut Ozil and the club and that relationship was done way before, um, way before Emil Smith-Rowe's emergence. I really do. Um, so no, I, I don't think that that has really made a difference. I think it's made a difference in the eyes of the fans who were probably sitting there thinking, Jesus, we need a number 10. We haven't got one. I think it's probably made a difference in terms of who Mikel Arteta might look to bring in um, in the summer. I don't think it should, by the way, because I still think that Emil Smith-Rowe is young and I don't want him to be under too much pressure. He's got a questionable fitness record, all of that stuff. Uh, but I don't think it will have accelerated Ozil's decision to leave. Um, I think that this decision, uh, this breakdown in relationship, which, let's be honest, happened months ago, kind of put the writing on the wall for this and and you know and it was always going to be Messert looking for a way out and his agent looking for a way out and the club looking for a way to offload him the minute the transfer window opened so no I, I don't think so but it's, it's not a bad point um Tommy O'Donoghue says I'm sad to see Ozil's career end like this we were all extremely excited when he first signed and he was a pleasure to watch at his best but it's good for all to get him off the books now yeah that's exactly how I feel that's exactly how I feel uh, what else have we got here? Uh, going back to my comment, I knew I shouldn't have said this. Uh, where was it? 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 Let's <laughs> say a big hello to Rory Jennings. I've just seen this. How you doing, Rory? Welcome to the stream, mate. Harry the Goat. If you haven't already, um, if you haven't already, head over to Rory Jennings' channel, check him out, give him a subscribe, give him a like, you know the draw by now. Uh, we've had many a good discussions um, on, uh, on, on football in general, the Premier League in particular, on the gas tank over at 90 Min as well. And Rory's got his own channel now and he's doing fantastically well. So check it out. He also says, delighted to see him play in the flesh. Mate, you're talking about him like he's Maradona. Uh, uh, no, he's not Maradona and he, and he never will be. And for me, Maradona is the greatest ever. But... 
I just, I just feel like a lot of the time, um, Mesut Ozil was misunderstood as a footballer. And I, I can't help but think that that's my opinion. Maybe I'm just, maybe I'm one of these people that likes to look for, look at football in a certain way. I call it the beautiful game. I look at it as the beautiful game. And for me, Perhaps maybe I put too much emphasis on technical ability, on on footballing brain, on picking up the right spaces. And maybe I dismiss a little bit some of the basics, like the hard working element, like the the physical element of it. Maybe that's that's me. But my opinion is that, you know, I've seen Mesut Ozil absolutely boss games at the Emirates. And I remember, was it a few seasons ago when Arsenal ended up drawing 3-3 with Liverpool? That was as good as I've seen Mesut Ozil playing an Arsenal shirt and he just completely bossed it. Some of the flicks, some of the tricks, some of the passes, some of the just... The way he does it all so casually is just a beauty uh, to behold. And I I really, really rated Mesut Ozil as a player. I agree that he didn't always do it for Arsenal, but Mesut Ozil at his best was as good as I've seen um, at the Emirates Stadium anyway in that particular era. Uh, let's see what else you guys are saying. Uh, Nathan Hunt says, Harry, you missed my super chat yesterday, mate. I am so, so sorry. If it didn't show up on, on StreamYard, I do apologize. If you do, um, have a question, I will pick it up today. I promise. I, I do apologize, mate. Sometimes I've had an issue where the super chats have not always shown through, um, on, uh, on the program that I used to stream from, but I will keep an eye on that. I'll have the YouTube page open just in case. Uh, Ekene Ogbodo says, Harry, you must be sad. You have been an Ozil fanboy for long. As for me, I'm excited and celebrating the exit of an imposter away toxicity. That's, 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 the, that's the, the feeling of some people. That's fine. That's absolutely fine. You know, that's absolutely fine. You can, you can have that view. I, you don't really know, though, what went on behind the scenes. Nobody does. I don't. You don't. Nobody apart from the people that were involved really know what happened behind the scenes. So to blame it all on Messer or to blame it all on the club, I think is a little bit naive, a little bit silly because you you don't know what happened, you know, and, and I can't stress that enough. You know, as somebody, I saw somebody say this on TV the other day, and it's one of the truest sayings you'll ever hear. There's three sides to every story. There's one person's side, the other side, and then there's the truth. We've only heard bits and pieces. We've only heard speculation. We've only heard rumbles coming out of this source and that source. We don't actually know what has happened with regards to Mesut Ozil and Arsenal Football Club's relationship. We don't know 100% the reasons that he's not playing. If you think that he's not playing for footballing reasons alone, you are naive. Naive. It's as simple as that. It's not the case, is it? You know, he's clearly a better footballer than some of the donkeys that we've seen brought into our side over the last 12 months or so. There's no doubt about that. He's better than Joe Willock. He's better than Reese Nelson. He's better than Willie. And he's better than so many of those players. So you cannot tell me it's for football reasons. Uh, Goose1066 says, done a job for us. Good on his day and went missing on other days. Thanks for the memories, Messer. All the best. We move on. Bill Hemet says, our biggest failure is that we never built a team around him. It's, it's, it's an interesting point. Um, and I feel like a lot of Arsenal fans feel that way. Um, Sam Tonk says, uh, ultimately, something happened behind the scenes and Arsenal have handled it terribly. Should have still been involved in matches and could have helped us massively. It's a real shame. 
agree with that. Uh, Rory, getting some love in the comments. You're everybody's favourite uh, Chelsea YouTuber. Do check out Rory's channel. Uh, please do. Uh, he also says this is a very, this feels a very generous appraisal of the Ozil situation, mate. And it goes back to that point, Rory, that I don't really know what happened. How can I go easy on the club and not go easy on Messi? There's got to be a middle ground on this. There's no doubt in his talent. There's no doubt in, at times, he was a very, very good player for us. Did it always work out? No, it didn't. But he's not the only one in the last decade at Arsenal, is he, that, um, that didn't perform all the time? So uh, it's, it's hard. It's hard to make sense of, really. Um, but I, I look at it from a purely footballing perspective, and I'm sad to see him go. Uh, Ruthless Guna TV says, good riddance. It's time to go, Zil. So loads of you like really set on sort of digging the, the knife into Ozil, um, you know, as, as it looks as though his departure is closing in. Big thank you to Billy Anderson for your kind super chat, mate. Thank you so much. Really, really appreciate it. Uh, Divanan says, cheers from Singapore. I think we're losing a good creative player. However, I believe it's a good decision and for a new start in the best interests of the club. Um, just trying to pick out some random comments apologies if i skip over i'm just the, the chat is constantly updating so i'm doing my very best uh big hello to kevin campbell super kev he says afternoon harry hope you and everyone are well mess as it was let down by arsene wenger because he never invested in a ch and a cdm way back when um i think he means center forward and cdm is it center forward just trying to say or center mid and way back when so um, Kevin Campbell feels that, that Mesut Ozil was let down by the club in some ways as well. Don't forget, did a great show with Kevin just a couple of days ago. Check that out. It's on the channel. Um, also available in podcast format. Please do check it out. Uh, what else have we got here? We've got another super chat. Billy Anderson, thank you so much. Um, slightly off topic, but we'll do it anyway. H, I want to hear your thoughts on Guendouzi coming back in the summer and being the great player we want him to be. Hope he's matured and grown up. I'm a little bit worried about the Guendouzi thing, um, Billy, because I think that there's obviously, like the Mesut Ozil situation, putting a nice little link there, there is obviously things that have gone on behind the scenes that we don't know about and we're not 100% sure on. And therefore, we cannot, um, you know, paint a full and clear and accurate picture on, on that situation. Uh, my understanding is that there were a number of incidents that took place that led to Mikel Arteta feeling as though Matteo Genduzzi's attitude wasn't quite right and eventually loaning him out. Arsenal did try to sell him. Arsenal tried to shift Matteo Genduzzi during the summer transfer window. They weren't able to do so and he ended up joining Hertha Berlin on loan where he's done okay. The issue here is that when Matteo Genduzzi returns, and I'm just going to double check this to be um, you know, because I don't want to give you guys any misinformation. I want to make sure that this is uh, this is right. It is right. When Matteo Genduzzi returns from her to Berlin, which he's due to do at the end of the season, he will have just one year remaining on his Arsenal contract. What does that mean? Does that mean that Arsenal then look to sell him with still a little bit of value to his contract? If Arsenal decide actually Mateo's grown up and he's done pretty well at Hertha Berlin, we want to give him another opportunity at the club. Is there a chance that Mateo Genduzzi and Mikel Arteta's relationship is so damaged now, just like the one between Mesut Ozil and the football club, that we cannot persuade him to stay and we end up losing out on the player? So 
for me, the fact that he's got just one year left on his contract makes this a far more... Well, he will have one year left on his contract by the time he returns, makes this a really, really complicated scenario and really, really complicated situation. I feel like Mikel Arteta is not the type to do a U-turn on somebody like Genduzi. Um, You know, I, I think that Mikel, for all his faults, and there are faults, he's a, he's a new manager, he's learning, is very similar to Arsene Wenger in the way that he is big on his principles. He has some non-negotiables, as he calls them. And I think that if Mikel Arteta was to allow him to come back into the side and continue in the way he continued, etc., etc., that he would kind of show himself in a bit of a bad light and show himself as a little bit weak um, to the rest of the group. And I don't think that Mikel probably would want to do that. So I personally, my gut feeling is that Matteo Genduzzi will not return to Arsenal. My gut feeling is that Matteo Genduzzi will see out his loan uh, deal uh, until uh, it ends at the end of the season, and um, he will uh, he will uh, end up leaving, whether that be. And I think that'll probably be on a permanent transfer. Um, some of you asking about the, the Genduzzi contract now. I'm pretty sure that it expires. 2021. Some of you in the chat are saying 2023, but I'm going to share with you where I got the information from uh, on the screen so you can see it. Um, and I'm, I, I thought this was the case anyway, so I'm pretty sure this is accurate. But if you check out transfermarket.co.uk, you can see it. Uh, just their contract expires. Um, you can see it highlighted on the screen, June 30th, 2021. Um, so I'm pretty sure that's the case. And, and according to Transfer Market, uh, that is the situation as well regarding Matteo Genduzzi. Good question, though. Thank you so much. And we could discuss that in a little bit more detail on later on uh, stream, if you like. We'll be talking a little bit more about some of the other transfer reports uh, regarding Arsenal at the moment. Big thank you to Talal Ashur for your kind super chat. He says, Ozil would have broken the assist record, but Giroud decided to stop scoring. Um, Giroud gets a rough ride as well, doesn't he? Uh, he really, really does. Um, He's doing brilliantly at Chelsea. Rory will tell you if he's still in the chat. Rory will tell you how uh, good Olivier Giroud has been for Chelsea and um, probably will ask the question why Frank doesn't play him a little bit more often. Big hello to Akil, who says, great content, mate. Love from India. Thank you so much. Uh, really, really appreciate that. Let's um, let's kind of wrap up a little bit on, on Mesut Ozil's Arsenal career to date because... Um, there's a bit of a debate going on in the chat. I can see it around whether or not he's an Arsenal legend, um, you know, how high up that list he should go. Um, so, yeah, let's uh, let's have a look on that. Um, in terms of what he's achieved with Arsenal Football Club, well, Mesut Ozil has been involved in, well, I say has been involved. Let's let's discount the, the 2021, although he was part of, part of the... Um, Part of the picture, I guess, in some way. Um, for Arsenal have won four FA Cups since Mesut Ozil joined. And that happened off the back of a nine-year trophy drought. And those four FA Cups came in the space of six years. So that's pretty, pretty good uh, for Arsenal. And suggests that Mesut Ozil, all right, maybe not in the 2021, but had an impact on getting Arsenal uh, back to winning trophies. Of course, he's a World Cup winner, a Spanish champion, um, you know, German player of the year. Uh, you know, a German Cup winner. Mesut Ozil has had a very decorated career. Let's n let's not forget that. And let's look at his stats solely uh, with Arsenal Football Club. 254 games, 
44 goals and 77 assists. Now, you know, if you if you add that up, 44, my maths is terrible, 77, 121, 254 games and 121 direct goal contributions. That is one in two pretty much or there or thereabouts. That's brilliant. That is brilliant. You know, you can say that he's not performed at Arsenal, but that return, in my opinion, is very good. And you've got to accept that during his time at Arsenal, Arsenal weren't the best side that they've been. Arsenal struggled during periods. And Arsenal never really had the squad, I don't think, to compete with the big boys. Um, and, And Mesut Ozil and Alexis Sanchez were carrying us for a long, long period of time. And at the end of the day, one got fed up and left. The other committed his future. And after a few disagreements with management and the club, found himself cast out in the cold. So I go back to what I said at the very beginning of the stream, because some of you will probably be joining this a little bit later on and thinking that I am just sitting here defending Mesut Ozil. And I'm not. As I said, right at the top of the program, I feel sad because I feel like his talent deserved more. I feel like Arsenal could have used him more. I feel like Arsenal could have got more out of him had they, A, had the right team around him, B, not cast him out into the cold like they have done for what I believe to be non-footballing reasons. But at the same time, given that it got to this point, given that we got to a point where there was so much, um, you know, bad feelings, so much bad feeling around it, that it was like a cloud hanging over this football club. I think the only solution now is for him to leave and for him to leave as soon as possible. As I said, Arsenal won't be worried about what happens in the summer. If Arsenal are trying to do something here, if Arsenal are trying desperately to to make a deal happen now, it's because they don't want to pay him for the rest of his contract, obviously. If he is going to sign for Fenerbahce uh, on this three and a half year deal like we're hearing, you know, I'm sure Fenerbahce would, would like to get him in straight away. But, you know, is Messer going to walk away from the money that he's owed at Arsenal Football Club? I don't know. Are the club going to offer him some sort of golden handshake? Well, the club have suggested, and Mikel Arteta has suggested, that that's not the case. There will not be a golden handshake for Mesut Ozil that will see him leave uh, between now and the end of the month. So perhaps an agreement can be reached. Perhaps if all sides push for it, we'll see Mesut move on um, sooner rather than later. But if not this month, then he'll definitely be on his way in the summer. As we know, his contract expires and it looks very much like uh, Fenerbahce is Mesut Ozil's destination. Continue to let me know your thoughts in the live chat. Uh, Before we go, drop me a little message. Where is it that you're joining us from currently? Please let me know. I'd love to hear from you guys and um, yeah, get involved. Uh, Let me know where it is you're watching us from. I'll give you guys some shout outs before uh, we finish off this live edition of the podcast. Don't forget, if you haven't already, hit the like button, subscribe to the channel if you are new. Uh, If you're uh, on Instagram, check out our Instagram page. You can find it uh, in the description below. If you are... um, if you are a Facebook user, check out the Facebook page, Twitter, etc., etc. You know the drill by now. Available across all the platforms now. The Chronicles of Aguna. Get involved. Check out 90 Min as well. Um, and uh, yeah, let's start giving you guys some shout outs before we leave as to where it is you are joining us from. Ruthless Guna joins us from Western Sydney. 
Uh, Talao is in Saudi Arabia. The Bax is in Turkey. Akio is in India. Radin is in Jamaica. Manvir is in Costa Rica. Nice part of the world. Uh, Carrie is in Finland. We've got Patrick from Sweden. Um, we have got uh, Timbik2 from Vancouver. We've got uh, more from Sweden. Tony Christensen. Abdulaziz is in Kuwait. Um, Louis Robinson says, missed my message. I get there has been a ton of messages. Apologies, mate. Literally, the chat is constantly updating while I'm talking, and I just try and jump in uh, back into it wherever possible. Um, I promise I'll, I'll keep an eye out for your messages on the next stream, uh, which is coming later today, 4.30 p.m. Don't go anywhere. Come and join me. Um, well, you can go somewhere in between if you're not in lockdown, but you know what I mean. Uh, Louis joins us from Sunderland. Um, well, what else have we got here? Uh, oh, God, there's so many. So many. Uh, Ivan joins us from Bulgaria. Dylan f- from Ireland. Kurt from North Korea. <laughs> Majid, Malaysia. Uh, Big Jimmy joins us from Sunny Grimsby. Daruv joins us from Bangalore. We've got uh, Lucky G from Florida. Dave is in Surrey. Rahil's in Luxembourg. Aaron's in Perth, Australia. Joshua's in Kenya. Rod is in Barbados. We've got Southeast London. We've got North Carolina. We've got London, India. Uh, New York, Migonos. Yeah, you said you were somewhere else earlier on. Uh, I'd love to be in Migonos right now. Jesus. Uh, Greenland. Um, wow. Uh, Kent, Hitching, Wet and Rainy Sunderland, Norway, Westeros. Love that. <laughs> Brilliant stuff. Thank you all so much for joining me on this live edition of the podcast. Messer Ozil looks as though he's finally on his way out of Arsenal Football Club, whether it will be in the summer or in January remains to be seen. But it looks as though Mesut Ozil will be joining Fenerbahce. I'm sure we'll touch on it a little bit later on in in our stream this afternoon um, and on the next edition of the podcast if you're an audio listener. Uh, But we'll be talking about some of the other transfer reports. And there are some, believe me, uh, doing the rounds today regarding some of our other players. We'll be getting into that a little bit later on. Until then, take care. Cheers. listening to the Chronicles of Aguna, the Arsenal podcast. I'm Martin Tyler, and you're listening to Harry Simeon.